educating, informing, entertaining. The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. Yes, indeed, boys and girls. It's finally the entertaining part of the week. Uh, well, hopefully, hopefully it was entertaining uh, the rest of the week. Uh, we had yesterday off. Uh, but anyway, welcome to the Friday Afternoon Club with Chef Kevin Shin. And today is the return of Dating Over 50 with Dr. Trey Thompson. And we'll get to these gentlemen in just a quick second. But uh, before that, hey, uh, how about the beloved... Husker volleyball team, huh? Sweeping Pitt last night uh, to play for the national championship on Sunday versus the evil Texas. Mm, don't, don't, don't. Yeah, down. Can they see this? Down, down <laughs> horns, down horns. Well, um, yes. And so, yeah, Chef, uh, welcome back. Uh, how are you getting on, Danny? Yeah, doing fine, thank That's you. Yeah. And I will bet you that... Your other guests aren't begging to be on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, but I know that guests are saying, "I really want to be on Friday's show." Oh yeah, yeah. Every time, every it, it's getting to the point where people are asking, "Hey, yeah. how do I do that? Yeah. How do I get on Friday yeah. afternoon?" Yeah, yeah. well, you got to have an in. I just need another glass or two. Well, we can and, do that. Yeah, we can squeeze people in here. Well, before we get any further along, say hello to Mr. Johnny Cadillac, producer. Are you getting on, Johnny? Oh, it's finally Friday, indeed. I tell you what, it's, it's been a week, but good to be here yeah it's good to see you my friend Absolutely. Uh, likewise yeah well on the phone line mr uh, dr russell thompson known as trey uh, licensed psychologist and the clinical director uh at mission psychology in san antonio texas also happens to be my slightly younger brother dr trey how are you hey i'm good yeah. Good you guys. Yeah, it's good to have you. We wish you were here. You know, for those uh, who follow us on the uh, socials, uh, X, formerly known as uh, Twitter, I, I and uh, the Facebook post, I, I put up a picture of the three of us uh, from earlier this fall when you uh, were in town for a football game. So if anyone wants to see what Dr. Trey and, and the gang looks like, they can check that out. But, uh, yeah, thanks for doing this, Trey. It's uh, uh, episode two of Dating Over 50. Yeah, it's very interesting, and I'm... I'm uh... I've enjoyed seeing the the input that we've gotten from the listeners, and I'm I'm looking forward to hearing what people can uh, teach us about their experiences. Yeah, yeah. Well, we deeply appreciate uh, your uh, your professional advice because, uh, yeah, my goodness, because we can all use it from time to time. Uh, well, uh, first things first. Second thing is second, I guess. First thing was first was saying hello to Johnny, making sure Johnny's taken care of. But, uh, uh, Chef, what are we uh, drinking on this Friday afternoon? Well, it's the holidays, and I know people are thinking about gifts. They're thinking about something special, um, but they are probably uncertain what to get their whiskey lover. Yeah. And so I brought along a little uh, single malt scotch. Um, that is a great gift uh, at this holiday time. And uh, what I brought is Jura. Jura, 10-year. Um, Jura is an island uh, just off of the mainland of Scotland, and it's considered uh, part of the Highlands region. Uh, even though it is right next to Isla, 
which is that real dark, smoky, rich, peaty scotch. This particular scotch is what I would call a gateway scotch. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's it's obviously scotch because it's, it's got the smoke in it, but mm-hmm. it's not a not a uh, charcoal briquette swimming around in your uh, glassware <laughs> like Lafroig or uh, mm-hmm. Ardbeg would be. Yeah. Um, and the the other great thing is it's about forty bucks a bottle. Oh, so it's affordable. It's not an arm and a leg. Yeah. That, um, you know, you would think, oh my gosh, how much? You know, what do I have to spend? Hundred bucks? Or oh, well, you can. Um, but uh, Jura is a really great approachable um, uh, Scotch, and it's a place I want to go. It's on my next international bucket okay. list because uh, it's known for uh, the ones. There's one road. There's one distillery, there's one pub, there's one hotel. Really? Yeah. So you and, can't get lost. No, no you can't get lost. <laughs> Sounds like my kind of place. And and there it's uh it's an island of about two hundred and twelve people. No kidding. Yeah. Wow. And so it's very remote, but it's so dedicated to the craft of uh, Scotch whiskey. So I, that's why I love this. Yeah. It's got a great story, yeah. but it's it's super easy to drink. Uh, people ask me, do I put water in it? And I had a Scotsman say. Now, the only thing you put in whiskey is more whiskey. Uh, so, you know, you can do what you please, but um, uh, I'll, I'll take it like the uh, purist. Well, and I've uh, been down a little bit with the cold this week. And, and Dr. Trey, I, I can tell that you've got a little uh, something going on, too. But uh, uh, so cheers uh, to all mm-hmm. of us. Uh, Clink. Johnny. Nothing like a little traditional medicine. That's yeah. right. Uh, Tried and true. Yeah. Home remedy. Oh, that's yeah, that's that's approachable, Doctor Trey. Are you uh, enjoying something as well? I've got a little apple brandy that I'm sipping on. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's uh, that will work. See, the guest can't, or the audience can't see the legs on this, but it's so oily and um, silky. Yeah, it's another reason. Yeah. Well, we're we hope that you are uh, nestled in on this kind of chilly. It's chilly and rainy here, Trey, and uh, thank goodness it's forty three degrees. Otherwise, it'd be a, a mess out there. But uh, so uh, in San Antonio, what's San Antonio weather today? It's 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 kind of foggy, and uh, we've got a we've got a little weather ourselves here, but probably not as cool as you all are. <laughs> yes, as normal. Well, uh, dating over fifty, uh, we've done one episode uh, of dating over fifty, and Kevin, you didn't you didn't get the you were a wall uh, for yeah. the first episode, but my, my day job called. Yeah. yeah. My but, day and night job go. <laughs> yeah, but uh, as Dr. Trey and I have talked uh, with our listeners, I mean, it's uh, it's not easy out there. Yeah. And we got about a minute here before I have to take our first break. But I just wanted to set this up uh, for our listeners who haven't heard the first episode. And uh, we're both single. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chef Kevin and I are. Dr. Trey is happily married to my sister-in-law, uh, Susan. But uh, Kevin and I are both single, uh, but we come at it from a little different directions. Kevin is widowed, and I'm divorced, but we were both over 50 and single. So uh, the three of us were sitting around uh, uh, a few months back and said, yeah, uh, one thing led to the other, and here we are. Yeah, is there a more relevant topic 
in the room here. <laughs> it, it's not easy out there these days. Yeah. So we're going to get after the break here. We're going to take this little break. We're going to come back and uh, and we're going to talk about uh, dating over fifty, and specifically, we're going to talk about uh, several things. So anyway, let's take this little break and come back and join us uh, for the Friday Afternoon Club and Dating Over Fifty. Come on back. You're listening to the Dan Parsons Show on fourteen hundred and ninety nine three KLIN. And welcome back to the Friday Afternoon Club, the entertaining part of uh, our week. We're delighted they chose to uh, to tune us in. And it's kind of dreary, rainy uh, Friday afternoon. So if you're cuddled up around the radio this afternoon, we're talking about dating. And we're talking about dating over 50. Because uh, uh, both Chef Kevin and I are over 50 and we're single and we... Uh, we roped uh, a clinical psychologist from San Antonio, Texas, in to give us some professional advice uh, to us and our listeners. And, hey, if you've got a question, if you've got a comment, uh, we'll open up the phone lines, 402-479-1400. We'd love to hear from you. You don't have to be single. You don't have to be over 50. Uh, but we'd love to hear from you. Because here's, here's what I'd like to chat about. And, and Dr. Trey pointed this out, uh, sent us a graph uh, earlier in the week. Uh, and this is fascinating, Trey. I, I, I forget the source of this uh, source. How couples meet and stay together. Uh, a study of social life in the U.S. Uh, by M.J. Rosenfeld uh, and several other names. But it shows uh, over the years from 1950 to today uh, how couples meet uh, in the U.S., and it probably is not a surprise, but it was kind of shocking of just the significant difference uh, that has happened over the last, you know, uh, certainly over the last 10 years in particular, of it's almost exclusively people meet online. So, Trey, I didn't know if you uh, wanted to chime in on that, but it's, it's fascinating how we've become a culture of everything's online. It, it really is surprising, and, um, you know, it, it's interesting to look at the other sources, you know, friends, family, work, uh, at a bar, um, kind of all the things that I guess would have been av- available to me back in the day when I was dating. Uh, I'm too old to have done the online dating thing, um, but it, I think it certainly is a challenge to uh, uh, for people to put themselves out there uh, when you really don't know everything about what you're getting and how do you how do you figure that out when you're trying to evaluate whether this is somebody you'd be interested in spending time with yeah and and uh i didn't do the disclaimers as i did the last time uh we did this episode but uh so i'll do it now i i am not going to talk about uh, my personal life uh in my dating life uh, over the air um but I, yeah, I'm single and I'm dating and I use uh, the social media apps. And it's, it's a, and believe me, I didn't think at this age, over 50, that I would uh, be doing that. Uh, certainly not in that manner, but it's, it is. It's fascinating. It's, it's scary as hell, let me tell you that. Uh, but it's also a, a fascinating uh, experience of, of, of meeting people and engaging with people. Chef, yeah, and, and, go ahead. Go, go ahead, ahead, Trey. Yeah. 
Well, just, you know, as people think about, uh, you know, because we, we got some interesting feedback from the survey that we'll talk about more later. But, you know, I think a lot of the input that we got from people is that they're struggling with how to how to figure out how to make that work. Yeah, exactly. Well, and yeah, we'll second half of the show here, we'll dig into um, the survey that Dr. Trey put out. And I'm thankful for our listeners for uh, diving into that and filling that out. And and uh, some of the qualities that people look for in uh, dating apps. And uh, so, yeah, it's, it's a different world out there for sure. So anyway, if you have a story of how you met your significant other, uh, 402-479-1400, uh, was it on a dating app? Was it uh, the traditional way of, uh, of meeting people? And uh, so, Chef, how, uh, how have, and again, I, I'm not going to put anyone on the spot of describing your personal life, but uh, yeah. your thoughts on uh, dating over 50 and using, uh, you know, social apps. Yeah, um, I'm in a um, kind of a different category with my work <laughs> because I meet lots of people. Yeah, because you had a very popular restaurant yeah, in this yeah. town for and a decade. So yeah. I'm, you know, I'm constantly running into people, meeting people at wherever events, um, um, bars, uh, at the mall, um, and and seeing people, uh, and so you know, striking up a conversation is pretty simple for me. But I feel like I'm the uh, outlier here on. Um, on the survey, because um, I, I kind of like to do it the old-fashioned way. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think I think there's a lot to be said for that. Uh, but this survey uh, of how couples meet in the U.S. by the time we get to 2010, uh, the online dating just goes off the chart, which is no surprise. I mean, by you know the last 10, 12 years is uh, is kind of when that came on. Well, according to this, there were some kind of online dating uh, apps, or at least, uh, you know, clear back in the 80s and 90s. Um, but, uh, you know, through friends, uh, prior to the online, it, it looks like where we crossed through friends to online dating were somewhere around 2010, 2012. It started uh, the, those going in opposite directions. But, yeah, through friends, through family, work, bar, um, neighbors, college, uh, college has stayed uh, pretty consistent because, yeah, let's face it, uh, especially a generation or two ago, uh, a lot of people married earlier uh, than than today's uh, statistics, and uh, a lot of people met uh, in that in those years after, uh, during, or either during or right after college. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm really surprised that we don't see. Um hobbies or interests you know whether it's a book club or a, a dancing society or a, a pottery class or whatever i i would have thought that you know finding people based on shared interests would be more popular than it seems to be in the survey well doctor do you do you think that is just simply a sign of uh cultural norms we we relate through our phone to everything we bank through the phone you know, we we set up our um, car uh, mechanic appointment through our phone. We order food on our phone. Uh, is do you think it's more just that's just the way we have come to um, use not a, 
for lack of a better word, shop. If we're yeah, shopping well, and, for yeah, a, a friend or a companion. Well, and I'm really glad you used that word because as I've talked to colleagues about this, I mean, I've been excited about this and I've been talking to colleagues here uh, in San Antonio and around the country about this question. And um, um, I think one of the the probably biggest concerns that I have is when people do take the dating app um, as a shopping tool to the extreme, you know, and, you know, when I go on Amazon, I don't, I don't want to look at anything that's less than four stars. Um, if I get something, I'm quick to send it back. Uh, if it, if it isn't perfect. Um, and I, and I'm afraid that maybe a lot of people have kind of brought that attitude to the dating app, uh, scene yeah. where, uh, maybe too quick to pull the trigger. Um, yeah. somebody says something or, yeah. or has anything that's a, yeah. Takes them from a four star to a three and a half yeah. star. Yeah. They're hey, we're going to take this break and come right back after the news here on 1499.3 KLIN. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks, then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Educating. Informing. Entertaining. The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. Hey, welcome back to the Friday Afternoon Club. Uh, we're delighted that you chose to tune us in on this uh, kind of rainy, dreary Friday afternoon. But hey, I hope we're lifting uh, your spirits and uh, in this holiday season. And uh, uh, we're delighted you chose to stick around. We're It is the Friday Afternoon Club with Chef Kevin Shin and our special guest, the second episode of Dating Over 50 with Dr. Trey Thompson from San Antonio, Texas, a licensed psychologist, has his own practice that he runs there in San Antonio and just happens to be my uh, slightly younger brother. But, uh, Trey, we were talking offline here, uh, Kevin and I, about, you know, the importance that uh, your profession uh, provides to those of us who find ourselves, for whatever reason, widowed, divorced, uh, single over 50. And I know you deal with that a lot in your practice. That's why we've asked you to come on and, and chat. And by the way, folks, 402-479-1400. If you've got some input, uh, question for Dr. Trey or Chef Kevin, uh, we'd welcome that. Give us a call or tell us how you met your significant other. Um, but Kevin, I know we were talking uh, offline about, uh, you know, you got to be ready to date. Yeah, because meeting is half the battle. You know, you, let's say you meet someone and now what? Yeah. Um, and I think before or in the process of meeting someone, it's incredibly important to do some assessment 
of yourself. And I think two questions that are very important to ask of yourself is, uh, why am I single and how am I single? Hmm. And you might think, well, duh, chef, your, your wife died. Hmm. That's how you're single. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, I, okay. Now, uh, how, um, that goes into a deeper uh, conversation because a third of our marriage was cancer. Hmm. You know, a very long, rough battle with yeah. cancer. Yeah. And that uh, takes its toll on a marriage. It takes its toll in unseen ways. And so when she passed, um, the problems did not go away. Mm-hmm. The conflict did not go away. Mm-hmm. And now I'm stuck with unresolved conflict and I don't have a way to resolve it. Mm-hmm. And thank, thankfully for people like Dr. Trey, who can help us navigate that process while um, we're lonely, we, we want to connect, we don't want, we, you know, we don't want this feeling, uh, but we can't bypass those uh, unresolved, uh, unsettled issues um, just because we're lonely. Trey, I assume that sounds pretty familiar. Yeah, that's that's great, and and you know you you guys are talking about therapy, I think, and I'm a huge fan, and uh, for, you know as a patient and as a therapist, and um, it's 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 hard to know what it is I want from somebody if I don't really know what it is I want from myself, right? And and that's not an always an easy thing to work through, and I think maybe for people over fifty. Um, it, it, you're probably your expectations and your wants and um, desires are going to be very different than when you were dating when you were 20. Right. And it may take some work to, to work through that and kind of figure out where you are and um, find out, you know, how are you going to discern yeah. if this person's going to be a good fit for you? Well, the, and the pain of being alone can be so acute sometimes that that's what we want to solve first we want to find somebody that can just help us not be alone when there's work to be done um, like you said what is it that I want because our identity has just changed whether you're divorced or or widowed your identity just changed for me I was no longer married and so I I had day to day to day routines, uh, habits, uh, reflexes that are no longer there now. And uh, so much of my identity had changed. And so I've got to delve into what does that mean now for me? And I, I, I feel so fortunate, Trey, that I was able to find a therapist like you that was intuitive. I found this person uh, within three months of her passing. And I would say that three-year connection and relationship was so important to help me get through that major transition and help me resolve that unresolved that help me resolve that conflict that had uh, just been festering. Yes, and that and and I'm sure that the things that you were talking about in year one were very different than the things you were talking about in year three. Very different. They were both very important to get yourself to the point that that you can 
that you can kind of jump into that. Yeah. Well, and to add to that, I have now just started a new process, and you know of EMDR therapy. And that, man, that goes into a deeper level of under, self-awareness and understanding. And, um, but that, that's in my fourth year of discovering this. Yeah. 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 Good stuff. Look at this. No, no extra charge, boys and girls, for yeah. this. <laughs> you don't have to go to my OnlyFans page. Oh. <laughs> well, let's dive into this survey. Uh, uh, Dr. Trey, you were kind enough to put this dating survey together that our listeners have been responding to for the past uh, week, 10 days or so, that we've had this up on the socials. And let me just run through it real quick, and we can discuss it. Uh, but you said, this again, this is uh, about helping us understand what appeals to people uh, on a dating app and you put this together and you said which of these categories are uh, rate them as very important important neutral unimportant or very important and the categories are shared interests physical fitness emotional availability attractive agreeable open to experience income level similar political views oh boy uh, shared personal information uh, pictures family pets etc uh, responds to messages within an hour and responds to messages within 24 hours so Trey walk us through uh, some of those results if you could and again these are results from people that have taken this survey uh, that we've put online in the past uh, week or 10 days uh, through the Dan Parsons show yeah, and well, you know, I think the first thing that's interesting to look at is is some of these are more kind of internal traits that that you would not um, notice, and then some are, are are obvious traits. For example, physical fitness or attractiveness are are things that you would notice in a person right away. And one of the criticisms that that I got when I started talking to people about this is people were saying, "Oh, all anybody cares about is 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 you know how a person looks." Um, but it's interesting because when we look at our, our results, some of the, the most important traits are things that you would not necessarily see uh, on the front end, things like emotional availability, shared interests, openness to experience. Um, and one of the least um, important traits was similar political views, and that surprised me. Hmm. Um, certainly attractiveness and income level and physical fitness are up there. They're important to people, but they're not the most important things. Do you think that and could be I, because they're tired, politically tired? <laughs> you know, we're yeah, so worn out of that discussion. Like, nah, it's not that important to me. Yeah, yeah, it's not important because I don't want to talk about it. Right. Um, I think that that's probably true. And and you know, the people that are, you know, we've talked a lot about how difficult this is, and we heard some of our respondents talk about how difficult it is. But I think there's some hope here too because there is uh, a trend here that people want to get to know somebody and, um, you know, find out what they're like in terms of being able to be emotional, to have shared interests, to be open to experiences with someone. Um, and that is going to involve a more relational experience um, and not just something superficial. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's dive into that a little deeper when we come back and finish out the show with Dr. Trey Thompson, a psychologist from San Antonio, Texas, and Chef Kevin Chin. Come on back, folks. You're listening to The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. 
Hey, welcome back to the Friday Afternoon Club. We're delighted that you stuck around. Uh, I hope this is as encouraging to you uh, as it is to us. I mean, this is this is real life, and we're being a little bit transparent. Uh, Chef Kevin, thank you for your transparency, and, and hopefully this is helpful uh, to a lot of people. Uh, and thanks to Dr. Trey uh, Thompson from San Antonio, Texas, for joining us and giving us some professional uh, advice here on the radio. But, uh, hey, before we... We forget, uh, Chef, there's a, a concert that we're headed to after the show. Right so after the show. Any of the single ladies want to meet us down there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Two of my favorite locals, um, Hector Anchondo, who um, is an amazing blues guitarist, and he is the most humble man I think I've ever met and can shred a guitar. Yeah, yeah. I, the first time I saw him, uh, I thought, I wonder where's, where's the band? Because he creates such a full sound out of just his guitar and his little kickbox, and and then Mike Simrad and the Riverhawks. Yeah, the, yeah, they're debating, debuting their new album. That's right. So, yeah, uh, a lot of fun tonight at Rosie's. Rosie's downtown, eight o'clock. Uh, come, come down and see us, and uh, and buy us a drink <laughs> for this. We've given free advice, so mm-hmm. Trey, we'll ship you something to, to San Antonio. But that's uh, only fair. Trey, you can Venmo us. Uh, Trey, that you've you've been you've been to this bar, Trey. Before it was uh, Rosie's, uh, what was the name of it? It was uh, Single Barrel. Uh, Single Barrel, and that's where uh, uh, you we we saw uh, the band uh, J- Joyce Durant, and oh, yeah, yeah uh, the the uh, the Husker tailgate party. So anyway, yeah, you've well, been? I've seen the Riverhawk, very talented group. Yes, talented. yes, yeah. Mike is is dynamite. He's got uh, so original music. So anyway, that's where we're headed. Um, well, yes. Yeah, so the survey is fascinating of what people value uh, when it comes to uh, online uh, dating apps. But uh, yeah, I, I just maybe want to dive in, in the last few minutes we have here of uh, maybe just continue this conversation of uh, of, of seeking uh, professional help uh, when you do find yourself single and and the work that's that needs to be done. Uh, and Trey, I know again, this is your work. This is what you do uh, for a living and. Um, I, I assume you have patients who are over 50. And again, we're not getting into the, any of the details of your, we're not getting into the details of Kevin and I's single life, and we're not getting into the uh, the details of your uh, patients. But uh, anyway, I just thought to uh, give you a chance well, to comment on that. Well, and, you know, I think um, one of the things, you know, you hear Kevin saying that he was in therapy for three years to, to work through this. And I, you know, I think that might be daunting for people because, you know, do you have to wait three years before you get there? And I, I would say definitely not. Um, and and I think working in therapy to start to figure out what it is that's important to you, what do you want? You know, do you want to go out and, and date for fun? Do you want to go out and date for somebody for a long-term relationship? Um, and I think having a place to talk about that and get clear in your mind uh, makes it a lot easier to kind of jump into this possibly intimidating world of online dating. Well, I, from my experience, um, what has not been dealt with, you are handing off to the person you're dating. Yeah. You know, mm. and, and not, not that you have to be perfect, but knowing, go, no know, going in that if, if I have unresolved issues, unresolved conflict, um, bitterness, anger, I'm handing that off to the person that, uh, I, I, seeking to date and that is um uh that can be off-putting but also 
it sometimes takes another person to heal, you know, to help you through those matters that, um, again, are unresolved. And not, not that dating is therapy, but dating does provide an opportunity for two people to connect and understand each other better. Yes, and to, and to, to find out where you are. And um, taking a risk is a, is, a, is a brave thing to do, but it's, it can be very energizing and, and uh, uh, a positive thing to try. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I was encouraged from your survey, so emotional availability uh, was fairly high in the response from our listeners, right, Trey? Number one. Yeah. yeah. Very important to almost everybody. Uh, from my experience on the online dating apps, I I I, I need to uh, ferret out um, uh, the people that agree with that because I don't see that uh, necessarily uh, on uh, in a response on on uh, online dating. And uh, so yeah. I, I think it would be really hard to find out until you actually sit across from somebody and and really talk. Um, I think that's kind of one of the flaws in the online dating thing is. How are you going to find out these important traits uh, in a, you know, a little online survey or whatever? Yeah, and again, back to my my point about how am I single? You know, maybe I maybe you came through a very abusive situation. Maybe just maybe your your marriage just kind of dissolved because you um, you drifted apart. Um, maybe there was an affair. All of that carries a, uh, a certain amount of baggage with it that needs to be unpacked and opened and then uh, reassigned and, and uh, to, in order to move forward. And if you're in a relationship with someone that understands that because they are uh, sympathetic to your, um, your how, I think that is, um, that is a good chance and opportunity for both couples to, or both partners to heal well and i'll jump in and try to do this with uh with grace and uh transparency at the same time with confidential I, you know i was married for 28 years i've been divorced for 10 uh you know we i won't comment on the 10 years that have passed but you know a couple of very serious relationships uh and i'm not in a relationship currently and so uh but you said it earlier kevin and trey you alluded to it as well i mean uh, you're, you're to a point at, at, at this point in my life to be able to, uh, uh, to talk to professionals to discern some of the things that you maybe haven't had a chance to. Because let's face it, uh, those 28 years of my, uh, when I was married, you know, raising a family, uh, building a business, doing all the things that w we do, and uh, the, the emotional uh, health, uh, you know, oftentimes uh, came last. And so now there's an opportunity at this stage of a lot of people's lives to to deal with that and with professional uh, therapy. And, uh, yeah, it can be an exciting time. Well, and to that, Dan, um, you're asking 38-year-old uh, questions. Yeah, that's right. Right? Yeah. Because you didn't have that question 38 years ago that's when right. you first got married. Yeah. You didn't have the life experience. You didn't have the woundedness. You didn't have the disappointment. You didn't have the hurt. All of that. Now you do. Yeah. And that's a 38-year-old question that yeah. you get to ask people like Dr. Trey. Yeah, exactly. And, and he'll help you process through it. Yeah. Well, he helped me find a, a 
the dynamite therapist sure. is uh, is what uh, <laughs> Dr. Trey did, and uh, <clears throat> and and anyway, um, Dr. Trey, final word before we let uh, uh, Chef Kevin give a final word. I I you know I I would just say that the the one characteristic on this survey that I would emphasize to people is the openness to experience, and I would encourage people to approach this with a curiosity and an openness and uh, engage with the world out there and uh, um, have some fun. Yeah. Chef Kevin, a word. Got a word. Child, you aren't better than, but you are different. Different enough to make a difference. So now go and put yourself into the puzzle, in the spaces missing the pieces shaped like you. Yep, that hits pretty well. Thanks, Chef. Uh, Dr. Trey, brother, thank you. Love you. Good time. You guys stay warm. Have a good time. All right, thank you. Hey, folks, uh, thanks for joining us on the Friday Afternoon Club and Dating Over 50. Let us know if you want to hear more of this. Uh, We'll put it on the agenda and do more. Uh, Hey, I hope you have a great weekend. And go Big Red. Let's win a national championship on Sunday. And now go do good things. We'll see you Monday.